0: The Curve with Michelle Martin and Bernard Lim replay from Money FM eighty nine point three. Time for influence, and we're joined by a researcher at the University of Newcastle, Australia, and entrepreneur, founder of Renovatio, Dr. Vincent Chandra Winata, joining us. How are you, Dr. Vince? Happy New Year! I'm really good. Happy New Year! Happy New Year, everyone. It's time to ask Dr. Vince at 9717-8893. Send your queries in. Have you just overindulged over the holiday season? And are you wondering if a detox or a cleanse could actually help you, help undo the effects of all that binging? Okay, Dr. Vince, this is a great topic, I think, because so many people are in that place right now wondering, is a detox going to help? Is a cleanse going to help? What do you say, Dr. Vince?
1: I think so, too. I think it's a really, really good topic, especially uh, at the beginning of the year where everybody is still very motivated. We are still very, very pumped and excited to start the new year with a really, really good thing, which is good health. However, I have a bad news for everyone because detox or cleansing program, they're actually just marketing term and scientifically they are actually bogus because there is no such thing that we can detox our body more than our body can actually already have been doing. So for example, we know that in our body, the two major detoxification organs are liver and kidney. So you can't replace their function or you can't actually do things to actually speed up the process of detoxification. So this is something that we have to be very, very clear. However, it doesn't mean that you cannot do anything to help their function. So when I'm talking about cleansing or detoxing, what I really refer to is what we can, the things that we can do that helps to support the function of liver and kidney as well as our, our whole body in terms of doing its function properly, in terms of converting all the calories into energy, and in terms of repairing itself from inside out.
0: Okay, so thanks for breaking it down for us. So I think when people think of a cleanse, they sometimes think of either a fast or they think of you know imbibing more fluids, cutting out the preservatives, stopping all the alcohol. Are these behaviors that can help your liver and your kidney recover? As
1: people who have listened to our program several times, uh, or if you are not a first li- first-time listener, you will know that I really love to say that you have to stay hydrated all the time, because seventy uh, percent of our body is water, and if we are dehydrated, then our body will start prioritizing things that are keeping us keeping us alive. For example, our brain, the work of our heart, our respiratory system, and start to neglect other stuff that might not be life threatening in the short term. For example, pushing out all the toxins making sure that our body uh, renew itself in terms of our digestive system, making sure that we go to the toilet every day regularly. So making sure that your body has enough water or you're hydrating your body regularly is one of the best way to make sure that your body is doing its function, especially for liver and kidney. And the second best thing that you can do to help your body to do its job Mm -hmm. is to make sure that you get enough sleep because our liver is the most active from around about 11 o'clock at night up till 3 to 4 p.m. 8 a.m. in the morning. So if you're actually not sleeping during that time and you're doing something else, especially if you're drinking or if you're snacking, you're actually slowing down the work of the liver in terms of filtering all the toxins, making sure that your body is pushing it out when you go to the toilet the next morning. So sleeping is also very, very important because it is our, it's one of the ways that our body is taking care of itself.
0: That's great. Go to sleep so that your liver can do its work. I love that, Dr. Vince. Now, are there signs that can indicate that your body is, you know, in need of a detox or full of toxins? What do you think? Are there things we can look out for?
1: Well, the very first thing is dry mouth. So when you have these symptoms and if you're not taking any medication or if, if you're not actually doing things that make your, that, that may have a direct implication to making your mouth feeling dry, mm. if you're, it is actually one of the positive signs that your body needs more water, your body needs taking care of because mm-hmm. if you are letting it go, your body is getting used to the amount of water that you are supplying into your body because our body is really good at, being adaptive to the environment. But in the long run, it makes your body become a little bit more sluggish. Your, uh, respiratory system may slow down. We talk, we talk about how, uh, everything that we do during the day actually are impacting our sleep. So lack of fluid or which is indicated by dry mouth is one of the main problems that people have nowadays, because when we are inside, where we're indoor, and the aircon is on our body temperature is is lower than what it normally is so when our body temperature is low it tricks our brain to think that we are not actually thirsty so making sure that you pay attention to these little things like your dry mouth go and uh, drink a glass of water because it really does help
0: Okay, so you heard it here. Your dry mouth is trying to tell you something. We are talking about what you can do after you've indulged. Does a detox help? Does a cleanse help? What can you do? Are there foods that can help when it comes to uh, aiding your liver, your overburdened liver and kidneys? We find out with us, Dr. Vincent. Okay, Dr. Vince, here's a question from a listener. Are you ready? Uh, Can a colon cleanse... Uh, which is claimed to remove non-specific toxins from the colon. Help me out when it comes to a detox, Dr. Vince.
1: Unfortunately, no. Uh, This is one of the things that got really, really famous around about two years ago, and some people are still doing it. For those who don't know what colon cleanse is, colon cleanse basically, there are two ways. There are things that you take that basically are laxatives, and it it helps or encourages your body to push out uh, everything that, that is a new colon, Uh, these things gives you things like diarrhea. And then they claim that by the diarrhea is actually a sign that your body is pushing out toxin, which is not true. And the second way of c- uh, colon cleansing method is basically, uh, irrigating your colon. So, uh, this is, this is done in a more invasive way. And if you are doing this, I really would like you to talk to your doctor because if if it's done incorrectly or Mm -hmm. if it's done too often, it can actually first perforate your colon, which Mm -hmm. is a serious medical condition. And secondly, it can deprive the natural microflora in your colon because 70% of our digestive system is being, it, it, it relies on the presence of The microflora which is the good bacteria in our gut and if you're irrigating the colon too much or unnecessarily it will actually upset the balance of this good bacteria and bad bacteria in the body so uh, perhaps do a little bit more research and talk to your doctor because there is no quick way in terms of cleansing your body as we discussed just now detoxification or cleansing program is just a name what we are basically doing or aiming to do is to support our natural body system, which is, say for example, if we know that we have been drinking a lot of alcohol, eating something that are not necessarily healthy, we want to make sure that this is not becoming a a habit. After a festive season, for example, what we want to do is we cut out alcohol, we drink more water, we limit the intake of caffeine because caffeine does upset our system, and also eating more fresh, and vegetable because at the end of the day the things that we do every day has a big impact in our life in terms of doing it every day there is no one thing that we can do that insanely make you healthy
0: yeah, yep. We know there's no quick fix, but the questions keep pouring in about those fixes. I'm going to put one more to you and then we'll talk about foods that can help uh, the body with natural elimination, help your colon or your liver or your kidney or your lungs. But Dr. Vince, a uh, question coming in about whether drinking water with mint and lemon daily after having a lot of alcohol, uh, this person is experiencing some bloatedness, some gaseousness. Is that going to help water and lemon and mint?
1: So, uh, that's a very good question, and you probably expect me to say no, but it actually does help.
0: Oh, ah, we have a winner. <laughs>
1: we have hear. a winner on two fronts, because <laughs> drinking water on its own after, after drinking alcohol is very, very important, because one of the way that our liver detoxifies or, or metabolizes the alcohol is by using the water in our body to flush it out. So mm-hmm. naturally, our body will become dehydrated. So, replenishing that fluid is very, very important. But adding things like mint or cucumber or uh, lemon, including the rind, can be very, very helpful because it, they all contain something that we call mild diuretic. So while you are actually rehydrating your body, these mild diuretic herbs or, or fruit and vegetables actually helps to kickstart what we call a proton pump in our kidneys. So it does help to uh, release the fluid, fluid retention and replenish it with fresh fluid that you take with, with those uh, stuff like the mint, uh, lemon, as well as uh, cinnamon, steak, or orange wine.
0: Wow, fascinating. Okay, Dr. Vince, I know that you're passionate about food as you know um, natural medicine almost. So what are some of the best foods that we can take into our bodies if we want to reduce the, the so-called damage that we've inflicted on our liver, our colons, or our kidneys over the festive season?
1: Perhaps the most important one, which is also the hardest one, uh, is the added sugar and salt because uh, added sugar and salt does affect our metabolic rate. It does affect how our hormone in terms of insulin works. So uh, if you don't necessarily need to add sugar into your tea, for example, don't add sugar into your tea and make sure that you taste the food before you're you're sprinkling more salt because salt and sugar possibly are the two foods that... If you avoid or if you eliminate from your diet, you instantaneously feel the difference in term, as, as fast as three to one, three days to one week because your body can function better without the without an excessive amount of sugar and salt. And the next thing that you can actually eliminate that helps in terms of cleansing or detoxification program in your body mm-hmm. is the refined uh, carbohydrate, so white white rice, white flour or white bread, those are the things that really spike your insulin levels. So if, if you can eliminate that and re- replace it with sweet potato, pumpkin, or uh, wholemeal bread, that actually really makes a difference. And the third one is a given. It's uh, alcohol because alcohol really is a toxin in our body. I know mm. that there are a lot, there are a lot, of uh, research that shows that a glass of red wine before you go to bed actually helps you to unwind and it actually helps to boost your uh, heart heart health and circulatory health. However, this is something that can be a slippery slope because when you pour that first glass, the first glass Mm. is the gateway to the second glass Mm -hmm. and the third glass. So if you know that you have just come out of a festive season, which... Actually, Michelle, I need to tell you that this year is a little bit hard for all of us because we have Christmas, we have New Year, and before we know it we have Chinese New Year in February. Yeah. So make sure make sure that starting tomorrow mm. you need to eat healthy because you need to make room for
0: That's right, that's right. Okay, here's a question from a listener, I think listening into what you had to say about carbohydrates and cutting out all those uh, refined flour. uh, What about basmati rice? Is there any better than white rice in terms of the glycemic index?
1: Yes, that is absolutely right because Mm. uh, basmati rice has lower glycemic index, so GI value compared to white rice. And uh, basmati rice is also an alternative for people who say uh, suffering from uh, hypoglycemia or diabetes. However, just because it's healthier than white rice, it doesn't mean that you can offer it on that because at the end of the day, right. it will still have to be about moderation and portion mm-hmm. control.
0: Right. I get that. But that's a good option for people who don't want to get rid of rice totally. Thank you so much, Dr. Vince, for helping us not buy into the New Year detox and make great choices for ourselves. Thanks again for being here.
1: My
0: pleasure, and see you next week. Talk to you next week. Dr. Vincent Chandrawinata there. And if you'd like to get your questions in ahead of everybody else, WhatsApp us 9717-8893 or call us next week, 669-11893. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.